1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW.
0: Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Playing Out from the Back podcast. I'm your host, Sam Morgan. On a weekly basis, I'll be joined by my fellow host, Aaron Poe. We'll be discussing the latest news around the popular world zero filter be sure to like subscribe and follow us on the usual social media platforms Thanks tune in and we're back just like that how are you mo how are you getting on
2: i'm good mate enjoying the transfer window and all of the um things that are going on around it um lots of clubs getting busy and i think it's gonna get uh much busier, um, especially moving into August. Um, We're going to start seeing teams now making their their proper moves. So, yeah, all good, man.
0: That's it. It's the the comings, goings, people coming back from their holiday. Um, Aaron White has been lost to the Euros holiday. We, we, we apologise, he's not here again, but he is filtering some information back to us. But he, I'm sure he'll be back with us soon enough. Uh, the
2: England the England losing the Euros has hit him harder than we thought. He, hurt. he needs to be on 24-hour watch.
0: It's hurt, yeah. Yeah, I know you boys have been checking on him. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all good. We've um, Yeah, I guess for us, it's been quite entertaining, though. Like you say, you're you bang on. We're getting towards that the the latter part of obviously the, the window. People are returning from holiday. We've obviously seen the likes of Ben White's obviously returned, He's gone and done. Um, He's took two parts of his medical. I imagine that that will be wrapped up pretty pretty soon. And obviously, it's just waiting for these people to get back. I think obviously we'll we'll go over as we did through through the league table, but. Uh, have you pretty much seen the the rumours with with Jack Grealish now? You know he's returned that a little pace to to Man City as well. Um, so I know we discussed sort of brief predictions, early predictions, and it's always it looks like it's uh, coming to fruition, right, with what's happening with with City and uh, mm. United bringing in Varane. Um, I mean. I can't wait for. It. I'm already. I don't want to discount this week's show, but next week's show could get a bit tasty with uh, mm. with the next the next coming teams. But let's kick it off straight into uh, into Germany. um One signing so far. Is that right? The, the uh, going to be the third choice. Third choice goalkeeper.
2: Yeah, Better Lily to get up there. Um... Gob, there. I think it's, he must qualify for the English contingent. So that's that's the reason why they've said, yeah, he does. So yeah, he qualifies. Um, so, have you yeah, not that noticed that everyone does you know. that now
0: with a third season? goalkeeper?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to have one. It's an easy one, isn't it? It's an easy one to have in your, um, yeah. in your, twenty-five, and it gets you another foreign player. So, mate, I think everyone's going down this route now of having at least one, um, in their squad, um out of your three goalkeepers. But with Chelsea, for me, um, as it stands right now, I've said to a few people, I have them down as my favourites for the league. Um, Because I just think that the team they've got already, um, with the the money they spent last season, um, uh, and the potential of what they're looking to do this summer, I think this summer they're going to go big. Big. I think we could see a big-name striker. Big, big-name striker. And I think we could see... uh Well, well we're on the verge of seeing a big centre-half as well. In an already very, very tight and sharp mm. defence. Um, it, like,
0: it looks like Zuma's on his way. Yeah,
2: Zoom, Balance, Zuma's yeah, Zuma's on his way. And then they've got this Kwande coming in. Um, but I think Zuma... I was reading rumours that Zuma wants to stay in London. So, I think West Ham have... Yeah, West Ham and Palace are looking down. at yeah. Uh, yeah, looking at Zuma, um, which I think is a good move. Uh, good move for um for both them clubs. I think he's a decent defender, solid, um, and knows the Premier League. Um, I, li-
0: I like I like that Chelsea have been preparing people for their move. So, you know, like they copied Crystal Palace's kit for last year, so they just prepared Zuma ready. Before any goes, so he knows the team colours. <laughs> and if you've seen their their new, is it their third kit, the yellow one? It was just a carbon copy of Dortmund. So are they just getting ready for for Haaland? Are they? Kind of looks what that you, way. What,
2: what do you think about Chelsea this season? They've let go of a lot of their academy um, quality. What do you think about that? Because I, I know I think there's it's a boy a bit Palace. About, yeah,
0: yeah, but it's about time, I And you know what? I'm not knocking it because they've produced some players over the years, like and players that probably haven't had the chance to go on and do a bit. And one name that always sticks out to me was Lewis Baker. I remember mm. he was like this shining light, but he was like they just held on to him, held on to him, playing under twenty three, playing twenty three, sent out to like Vietnamese or whatever they bloody called in uh, the in, 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 in the yeah, yeah, and it, it's like it's like you're. You're not really, I'm not saying they're not developing players, but it's like as a player, you got to be looking again. I'm not getting my chance. It's time to go. Make that decision a bit earlier.
2: Um, do you, Do you think it's the players are saying, right? We ain't getting in here. We're looking around Europe. We're seeing young boys. You know, Tamori getting in at AC Milan. We're seeing uh, young players all over Europe Sancho. getting in, in. Yeah, Sancho getting yeah. in in Germany. Um, yeah. Even certain players getting their getting their chance at other places in the Premier League, Brentford, etc. Do you think it's the players are going now? I'm not signing a new deal. I want to leave, or do you think Chelsea are saying now it's time to cash in on on all these players that we can get um, that we can get money for, basically, and then fund a, a, a huge bid for a, for a Haaland or someone like that?
0: Maybe because it's it's a one way to balance the books when it comes to to. Fair play. I think they're also seeing now that it's not a, it's not a, a regular feature put into the contract about no. fees, buyback, buyback clauses, and I, I think they can be quite quite smart with it now. Um, and that, the, the conveyor belt of talent through that Chelsea academy is huge. Like it's one of the best academies around, in in my opinion. Um, you know, if you look at what Ajax do with the players if you look at then how many of the Chelsea players or how many players have come through the Chelsea Academy playing in the top leagues professional leagues is probably pretty high um, Jamal Masala has gone he's playing for Bayern Munich now you know he's come through come through their ranks he was un, unheard of um, so yeah I, I think I think it's a bit of both I think the club are letting the players approach them and saying you can you can go Um but the players now it's you haven't it is the stigma before, Mo, remember used to be like if I wanted to play for England or my country, I needed to play for a big club. You know, that was when you get noticed. That doesn't happen now. You you can play for a small we call it a smaller club. Um to play for your country. Not only that, there's so much wide like a wider scope for people to see you now, you can go and play in the championship and still get seen. Mm. The you just you mention it, loads of times. Leeds, when they were playing in the championship, people knew about these players. You know, people were hearing about the players before. I think we did. You'd hear about one or two from the championship. Now people know who are playing for for each and every side there, so you can go and do that and and still still get spotted. And players are finally, I think it's hit home now that play minutes, play first team football. There's no point. Mm-hmm. Being part of that twenty-three side that does win everything at Chelsea, they they are very successful. You don't really get noticed that much, except people want to see you playing first-team football. So it's it's a good balance, and I'm not watching what Chelsea are doing. As I say it's a great setup. Roman Abramovich has, has has created a very good club there, and I say he's created a club because I think things have changed so much since he took over. It's not just been about spending spend 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 for the, the first eleven he's gone and invested a lot into sort of the scouting and the coaching setup so fair fair play to them um I'm hoping maybe we'll see a couple of extra youngsters because Tushel does like to play the youngsters. Um I'm sure some of the fans were disappointed with someone like Tomori leaving but I think they can they're in they're in good hands there.
2: Yeah but I mean Tomori leaving um 26, what, 26, 27 million. And that funds, I know he's homegrown, but I don't think they have a problem with the homegrown situation at Chelsea because they have so many players from so young that I don't ever think that this, uh, this homegrown uh, thing is ever an issue. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at the players they've sold so far. Giroud, Victor Moses, got rid of a bit, bit of dead wood. Um, and I think that that, that is going to p- pave the way for for big, a big striker and a big centre back. I do stand by, and I think if they if they land the Kwande, um, and then go on to land a big striker, then I think it reinforces my they will win the league this season prediction.
0: Who are they going to go for?
2: Um, yeah. So I think it will be um, it will be a Haaland or or something of that ilk. That's my belief. Um. With the rumours going round, with Arsenal interested in um, Martinez, um, it worries me now that if we get advanced in that down down sort of that road uh, with Inter Milan, that Chelsea People will just come and in too. and just and just 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 take that away from us, which is
0: yeah, I, I think so. I think that's the that's always that's always a worry. Um, when it comes when it comes to that sort of thing. Um but I think now it's I think it doesn't just happen overnight. So I think those conversations be had. I think they also like I think some of the Italian sides like to keep relationships going and if the talks of them wanting Beller in as well then maybe that, that, that might halt it uh, as well. But they do need I, I think they do need that striker. But at the same time I do think part of it they still want to raise the funds from Tammy Abraham.
2: Oh, I forgot I actually forgot about him. <laughs> Forty mi
0: 40 million. 40 million, I think it's absurd though. I think that's, they'll, they'll, that's crazy.
2: They'll get in and around that. They'll get 30, 25, 30 million, proven goal scoring in the Premier League, proven in the championship. They'll get 30 million from him. From a, from a West Ham, from a from a Palace, from a Brighton, although Brighton have um I know we have already done them but Brighton put a, a 18.5 million pound bid in for um and Edward from from Celtic. Yeah, Celtic yeah that's a that that will be a good signing for them um and it's a very smart move considering you know Leicester and Arsenal are looking at him because if he hits the ground running that's another player there who they could potentially sell on for 40-50 million if he you know if he gets 10-15 20 Premier League goals in his first season do you know
0: yeah, yeah, and that's it. Now it it'd be interesting. Again, I'm surprised Arsenal haven't sort of made that that gamble with him. But that's a that's a different that's a different story altogether. But uh, yeah, I think listen, Chelsea, where were, where will they be this year? Mm, I know you've got them sort of winning
2: the title, but it's just just that's an early prediction for me. That's just an early prediction. Yeah, Man of course, United yeah, have yeah, done yeah. good business. Man City are yet to do business. I just think. If Chelsea do the right business, they're, they're you know they're in the drivers. Yeah. If Man City decide that they're going to sign Grealish and still go another season without a striker, I don't think it will work out as as well as it did last season for them this season. Yeah, yeah, no, do you I know agree, what I,
0: I mean? Agree. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, what about Crystal Palace? Vieira ball over there. How, how do you think they're they getting on? Great, great signing with with Anderson from Fulham. I think I think that's actually a good um, good signing with him at the back and. You know, if they do make the move for Zuma, he's trying to strengthen it up in the right places. I think for Palace,
2: mate. I I said if there's one season where it's perfect to reshape your squad, um, it's this season. There's so many bargains available in the market, and I know that Palace have had a lot of work to do. But you can always tell, you know, Palace have always got they've always got the they're always on the front foot, shall I say, when it comes to young English talent, because they pick these guys up, no one else is interested. They just sign for Palace. They come from the championship straight to Palace, you know. um, Eze last season, Elise this season, um, that Gwehi from from Chelsea, they've got their finger on the pulse when it comes to English talent. Yeah. Um, And they they do seem to snap up... um, the English talent more recently, especially the uh, the attacking stuff. Um, uh, Anderson, I thought, I genuinely thought he'd join one of the top top six clubs. I, I genuinely thought he had. I know he got relegated with Fulham last season, but I thought he had a decent season. He looked good, and I thought maybe Arsenal and with Spurs needing a centre back, at least one of them would have picked him up. He was a good price as well. Yeah. But, but I think we've moved in different directions, both clubs, in terms of signings. But um, I think that's another another great signing, and I know that they've got a lot of players out of contract. But I mean, when you look at the, the, the what you call dead wood that they've got that they're getting rid that they're getting rid of, um, Patrick Van Arnholt, and they've got the young boy Mitchell, which is a ready replacement, had lots of fantastic Premier yeah. League games last season. Um, Mamadou Sakho, you know, injury ravaged spell yeah. there. Got rid of him, you know. And so they Townsend. They're rid... I thought
0: they would have kept though. I thought they would have kept Townsend, but I could see them phasing him out a little bit.
2: Mm, I I think Townsend they would have kept. I think that Townsend chose to go to Everton. I think that if a manager was in place earlier, and maybe yeah, Everton hadn't have come looking. I think that Townsend would have stayed, but I think the proposition for Townsend to move to Everton now. Everton is a team that spend money and could put, could potentially. Um, challenging, uh, challenge for Europe so at his age he probably got a decent yeah. contract, it makes sense you know
0: Yeah I mean to be honest I mean, I've mean, got to say the Townsend's delivery is not bad if you've got someone like Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison in there, probably a bit better than chucking it in the box for Benteke in all honesty but um, yeah I think that's something that they need to address is, is the, the forward line a little bit, I think there's so much weight on Uh, Wilfred Zaha's shoulders there Mm. that I think you got the best out of Zaha when he had you know when he had Balassi, and you had the pair of them either side Mm. I think you got so much more out of Zaha and and no disrespect to again Townsend being on the other side sometimes but it was like I feel like they need to to improve that uh, Mm. that, down in that bit but again we talk about academies Crystal Palace have forever found Mm. players you know, I think basically that, as you know, uh, our ends of, of Croydon, shall we say, have produced, I think, the biggest percentages of players in the top flight. Did you know that?
2: No, it, I didn't know people that.
0: that have come, people that have come round from from the Croydon area and the Croydon borough, yeah, mark up the biggest percentage wow. of any borough in, in the Premier oh. League. So that's... Wow. A, and that's a, a stat for you, for any of stat that want to check that out, feel free. Because um, I, I, I remember it being spoke about um, actually on Soccer Saturday. They were talking about it as well. The amount of mm. players that come from from the borough um, is pretty high. And Palace do well. They kind of got their own... got it to themselves in a sense. You know, it used to be Wimbledon and Palace, but obviously not anymore. So they they've taken advantage of that and they they produce some great youngsters and I think they need to kinda of go back to that model a bit more. I know we've seen the of, of Mitchell, Wan or obviously come through as well. But hmm. I I think they should really sort of dive into that a little bit more and I think Vieira will, you know. I think Vieira will will get the balance well, I'd like to hope he gets the balance right of spending and using the Academy. Um and and they get it right, but I, I like I do rate that Mitchell, I do. But um, right now, I think they need to get that spine right. I don't even know um, who they're going to play in in the middle right now. But I think they probably need another little a bit of legs in there. I think it's Mac. Yeah. Is it is MacArthur gone. It was it was Um
2: So MacArthur's uh, mccarthy has gone. McCarthy, yes, um, yeah. At the moment, Klein's gone. Uh, Cahill's gone that ain't agreed a new contract Scott Dan Connor Wickham uh, Wayne Hennessy Connor Wickham uh, still there he's gone now <laughs> he's gone only 28 still I know, still only mate. 28 Ravaged. Yeah. What I, will, what I will say about Perlis obviously before we move on is they have tried to address that um, that sort of reliance on Zaha with the signing of this Elise guy and also yeah. the signing of Eze they have tried to take that um, creative <laughs> pressure away from him um and and distribute it you know but again as i say would it be good for them to have like a a Tammy Abraham or Eddie Nketiah yeah. or yeah or uh, you know a, a striker of that of that ilk but
0: personally uh, I am Palace if I could if I could buy Ab- Abraham's and loan Nketiah, you have to buy a pair of them mm.
2: Just, yeah and you I, got, I, that's got quite attractive yeah, them two around sort of a ben Teke, um I think he's all right. To be fair,
0: yeah, there they, be some, uh, If he's if he's smart, you lean on them relationships. Vieira. I don't know why you wouldn't, but um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll, they'll they'll get something over the line. I'm actually. I'm at you. I know we're going to get on to everyone else, but as I said, I think I might have said it in the other show. I honestly, think th- this deadline day will be one of the best for me. I think it always is after a summer tournament because things do get done a little bit later. So have your popcorn ready, mate. But uh, Everton with uh, Mr. Benitez. Do you you think Rafa's getting it right so far with what what he's brought in? and Do you see him, obviously, again, dipping back into the market?
2: Mate, he needs to dip back into the market. I mean, (laughs) the thing is, right, it's like Everton had a... The the way they approached the market with Ancelotti is totally different to how they're approaching the market so far with um with Benitez. Because when you go through Ancelotti's signings, yeah, you're looking yeah. at last 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 summer, you're looking at Ben Godfrey, Alan, DeCore, James Rodriguez, that sort of level of player. Um, and then you look at what they've signed so far to add to that for Benitez. You're looking at a free transfer of Townsend, a decent Premier League player, but does he take you to the next level? Um, Damari Gray, 1.8 million from Bayer Leverkusen, who I actually always thought he would be decent. And he's obviously played in the Premier League before. I think it's a good price at 1.8 million. It's an excellent price if you can get something out of him. But what I see with those signings is, I don't see players... Who will take you to the next level? It's like that's like players to secure your your status in the Premier League, if you get what I mean. Mm, I don't yeah. I don't see them as players that that push you on to to get into Europe and to 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 push for the top four, and I sort of worry about that because I I, I thought that. After after pushing on last um, last transfer window with that window, it would be another window where they push on again, and I just think that those signings are a little bit underwhelming. And they, you know, they finished what tenth last season, mm. and do them do them signings propel you to sixth? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do, do, do does signing that that sort of player propel you to sixth? I don't think so. So uh, yeah, a bit underwhelmed with with Everton so far, but they're known for spending money, so who knows?
0: There's so many, I think there's so many bargains to be had. Like you said, this is the market. If you're going to be adding, and and where, where did you fall? Where did you fall short? Um, and I think they conceded some, some goals. I think they relied on uh, Seamus Coleman, who's on his wage. You know I mean, he's ravaged with injuries. Um, look at him. Have they got a young backup to win Lucas Dino if he does pick up an injury? He was phenomenal last year, I thought. And you know, if you if you end up with an injury like he he had, it kind of faltered and changed the shape. I know you can move around um uh, Domet and Ambrish and through the middle if you need to. I think they've addressed the fact that they can probably play them both through the middle with someone like Townsend being in there but yeah I think there's definitely definitely work still to be done and, and you know we're literally approaching the start of August so it will we, we, it's to kick off Arsenal's first game on the 13th isn't it? on the Friday so um, their first game probably being on the 14th we're not we're very close yeah I'm expecting people to start making some moves a little bit quicker um, than probably what they need needed to but yes plenty of work at Everton Um Challenging for challenging for
2: Europe? Not with the players that they've signed so far. I think Everton need to make... I think they need to carry on their trend of, of two, one or two marquee signings. Um, obviously, being in the market for Ben White tells me they're looking for a centre-half. Um, yeah. Maybe they look at Zuma as well. I think Zuma improves them. I think he's a good Premier League defender. Um, played in some big games. Um I think Zoom is a good Premier League defender. Did he, so... for it, Mo? did he
0: Was he on loan there? Did he do a loan spell at Everton?
2: Uh, was it Everton? I think or... he did...
0: did He not injure his knee
2: there. No, nah, that was at Chelsea. Let me have a look, actually, because I remember he. I think the knee injury was Chelsea when he did that, but let's see who he's. I can't remember if he's. Um... I do remember him going on loan, but I'm not sure if it was. I thought he, I thought he was. was. Yeah, Everton. he if played
0: it... for Everton. He did.
2: Play for Everton. It, well, then that that could be an interesting one. Yeah, he went on loan to Everton, Stoke, and Everton. Yeah, that could be an interesting one. But I guess maybe they know about him and they don't fancy him because they haven't actually been linked. So, so maybe yeah. not. But I think they need to strengthen through the uh, through the back line, um, and they need a little bit little bit through midfield as well. And I think that they need to add. The marquee. I know they've got James Rodriguez. I understand this, but I still think they need a little bit more in that area. Um, I don't know if Townsend and Damari Gray is enough. It adds pace. It does add pace. Um, if any if, if it does if it doesn't do much else, but it does add pace, it adds quality into the box from Townsend. But I just don't think it's that level of quality that pushes you on to the next level, if you see what I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear, I hear you. I hear you. I think it's, it'd be interesting. As I say, I think they need to build like building blocks and being around. I think they really do need to be challenging for, um, for Europe. But it's getting harder and harder these days, just the amount of teams and strength that we got in there now. So they've got to be beating those teams in and around them. But look, Rafa's Rafa's season now. You know, I think there's a lot. There was a lot of things around him and his appointment, but I don't think it's a bad appointment. To be honest, knows the Premier League pretty well. Knows what it's what it takes. He's, I don't quite dinosaur category, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know he's a bit of an an, an older manager, but I, I would put him in there. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's a bad appointment um, for Everton, even if it's for two or three seasons to get the right building blocks there. But um, yeah, definitely work to be done. Um, I think it will be difficult for them in Europe. I don't think. I think they'll. I think they'll finish top ten, but I don't see them being being
2: in, in Europe, in in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be tough for Europe, but you know, as we've seen with West Ham this season, you know, all it takes for a team to sign a few good players, go on a run, you know, and then you know one of the top teams not to have the season that they that they that they thought they were going to have, and you know, the leagues all all jumbled up. So I, I wouldn't count Everton out. I just don't think that. I think that the manager's a good a good appointment. That that's for sure. But I just don't think the signings are of the level where I would say that's going to push this team on to the next level. That's that's all I'd say on Everton. But it's uh it there's still a long t- a long time to go in this window, um, and they've got all the opportunity to strengthen. So let's see yeah. what how they go.
0: Yeah, no, 100 percent, mate, hundred percent. Now the time that you've been waiting for, Mo. The Super Leeds. Uh, how your boys? My, how your boys my, getting on, mate?
2: My number one second team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, Leeds are, Leeds. are just doing Leeds. You know, they never make the huge signings. I think uh, a, a big thing for them is it's always got a it's always got a time with Bielsa's philosophy, and I think that that's, that's sort of massive that sort of massive for them. They've signed um, the left back from Barcelona. Furpo and they've signed uh, Jack Harrison from Man City on a permanent deal. Um yeah. eleven point eleven point five million for him. I think he done all right in the Premier League. And um yeah. furpo Fir- yeah. thirteen million coming in from Barcelona to replace my one Leeds player that I didn't like, Alioski. Because he had that uh spat with Pepe, so I don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah, replacing <laughs> <laughs> replacing him. Um there was someone there was someone else, they were they signed as well a young boy from from Chelsea. Um, what is his name? Was it Lewis Bate? I think they signed a Lewis Bate from Chelsea, and he's a he's a big prospect. About, and, yeah. yeah, he's a big prospect and expected to come through. You know, I was talking to um, my friend Adrian, the journal that come on here, and he was saying that Lewis Bate, um, you know, Charlie Patino. Um, and there's another player and he was like that England are looking at these players coming through the, through the ranks, through the system as the player that's going to be that ball playing midfielder, you know, that one that can get on the ball and dictate the tempo for us, um, you know, as, as England. So, yeah, Lewis Bates moved to Leeds and I think that he's a perfect foil for, um, for Calvin Phillips in that deep role where he plays for Leeds. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Le- Leeds doing quiet business. You know, you never expect. You never expect anything massive from Leeds. He plays pretty much the same team every week if he can. do You know what I mean? He doesn't really change the team. High tempo. Um, I'd say they need another striker uh, to to cover Bamford the injury, but apart from that, I think they'll be all right again, comfortably safe. Um, yeah, playing the same sort of way.
0: And yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I think there will be as well, and it's it is encouraging to to watch what they're doing. I think, like you said, they're not they don't just buy a player for this. It's around round the philosophy. Um, great bit of business from the young lad from Barcelona. Sniffed out the uh, the fact that he need money. Mm. <laughs> that's 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 page thirteen week. His uh, contract mm. weekly. Did rate. you see
2: that he he's taken a drop to two hundred and fifty thousand a week plus image rights. Over five years to to get what he would have got over two years, basically. Did you see that contract?
0: No, what hold on. Wasn't he on like a million a week?
2: Yeah, so he's taken a drop. Oh uh, he's taking a drop to about two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. So that's probably about three hundred and fifty thousand euros or whatever it is. Um <laughs> over five years. Um, as opposed to taking what he was taking over two years, if you see what right. I mean. Right. Okay.
0: So his contract's yeah. been set up. Yeah. Yeah, so did. the contract's
2: been set up. So they've they've shaved about a million pounds off of the wage bill, if you see what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I, I I knew I knew the way they were gonna get out of that would would have been those, you know, those Barcelona players. I imagine Busquets and PK and and Alba, them guys will do the same. If they want to stay, they'll just take longer contracts over uh, for less wages to get them through this period um, and over more time. That's just how they'll do it, which is quite smart. It's good business.
0: But does that does that mean they're not going to retire? So we're going to have these are like forty. <laughs> okay. Well, five
2: years. How old's Messi? Messi's thirty. He's younger than Ronaldo, and it says about thirty-three. So we say Messi's going to his thirty-eight.
0: Oh
2: my god! <laughs> but the thing is, with Messi, he's so technically, he's so technically good. It's not like Ronaldo. Ronaldo's so technically good, but a lot of his players based around power, isn't it? But power Messi, yeah. but Messi's just so technically good. He could just always play number ten. I just like there's no reason why he can't play in the number ten position. You know what I mean? Obviously, the team has to do a lot of his running for him, but this has been happening for years, but, I mean, there's just no reason why he can't go on for three, four more years in that 10 position.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, madness, but yeah, no, people are sniffing out those bargains, which, yeah. which is good. Another team that does sniff out bargains and lo and behold, probably they're players this season and, and someone will be all over them on um, <laughs> the following season or, or Christmas is Leicester. I think Leicester's transfer policy has been been great. They pull the trigger on people that sometimes, you know, clubs are getting extensive uh, sort of scouting reports and Lester do not miss about. I mean, one clear example was Tillemans. I mean, Tillemans' his name has been linked with many clubs before and Lesley just went and pulled the trigger. And, you know, he's gone and proved his comfortable Premier League player, Tillemans. Um, what do you see for the, from them this year? Do, do, do you think that they need loads of investment or do you think they're actually not that that far off?
2: Tilleman's for me is one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. I'm so so upset that Arsenal was never in the market to get him. Um he's he's probably a season away from a top top club. In my opinion, I think he's I think he's you know, he's work rate where he plays and his quality on the ball. We'll see him join a top top club soon. I, I can't see him being at Leicester for for many more seasons. Um, in, ter- in terms of Leicester um, and their signings, they do normally get it bang on, um, and they have always got their finger on the pulse all around Europe to get these to get these players in. What I will say to to about Leicester is they need to sign players without selling players because their squad depth has cost them two seasons in a row now. Um, so, you know, I think they've I, done I, that I, though. I think they've, they've yeah, I mean... yeah, yeah. They have, but if they if they now go and sell madison and a, and someone else then all of a sudden the the, the the center forward that they've brought in in the midfield if they sell madison and Ndidi, for instance yeah then yeah, yeah. the fact that they've brought in sumare and they might bring in another attacking midfielder and they've brought in another striker it just really means that overall in the squad they've brought in one player do you see what i mean yeah they need, no, i get you they yeah i get what you mean. It's the just... squad up
0: a revolving door every time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. i think I tell you what business I thought was quite good for them. Was, was Ryan Bertrand on the three? Mm, yeah. I think that was quite, quite, um, quite good. I think they'll probably look to bring in another centre half. The reason I say that is that I know Wes Morgan didn't play a lot, but it's just another centre half that's, that's now, now gone. Uh, Fuchs has always been replaced with, with Bertrand, which is, which is fine. But, um, yeah, the guy from Lille, the lad from, from Lille that they, they brought in, uh, Samare, I, I mean, he, what I've seen of him, I think could be a good good addition, but like you've just made that point, if it is because, you know, someone is leaving out of that midfield, it's, it's, I don't think he's an upgrade on an indeed or Madison, in, in, all, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, but yeah let's let's hope they don't i think they i think they honestly a great side they've gone about doing it the, the right way the only thing i would say about them if there's an opportunity to find someone who can play with the pace vardy does at some point you've got to be
2: looking at a successor to him mm. for me mm. they they signed that patson ducker i mean i don't know a lot about him but is he a pacey striker I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't he, know. That's his profile. I don't know a lot about yeah. that guy, but I know they have attempted. They've obviously got. Um, what's his name? Oh, name is who's the one that come from Man City. His name's just lost. Uh, oh. Um, lost oh
0: my God! It's just gone. From...
2: <laughs> just... People are going to be screaming his name now when we're doing it. When when yeah, no.
0: What but... <laughs> the hell, am I...
2: Ian Nacho. Um, right. I've got it. Yeah, Ian Atcho, yeah? So yeah, they got well Ian Nacho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got yeah. Ian Nacho. Um yeah. they got the Pat uh, Pats and Dakar in. And they got Vardy. So I think now they're looking at they're looking at um times where they can leave Vardy out this season, rest Vardy, give him a break. Um because there will come a time, you know, in the next couple of seasons where he's gone and they need to start sort of working without him. But um, but I mean, looking, I'm just having a little look back at, um, at Leicester's last three windows. Yeah, some of the quality they've brought in is is crazy. I mean, James Justin was arguably one of the best defenders in the league before he got injured this last yeah. season. We're all forgetting yeah. about him. You know, yeah. Iosie Perez maybe slightly overpaid for him for him from Newcastle, but he always scores a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, when he when he was at Newcastle, Telemans, you know, 22 years old. Castanga um, the right back. Castanga the, the right and left back, really good. Yeah. And it's good ages as well. Yeah. the Fafana obviously speaks for himself. Um, another good sign. Uh, and they've gone early this this window as well and, and with Samare and, um, and Pats and Daka. So, yeah, it remains to be seen. All I would say for Leicester is that they need to learn from their mistakes and they need to replace all the players that that they sell or let go of. So you know, Fuchs for forbertrand and you know, where's Morgan's gone? He retired, yeah. so they need to get a centre half in there. You're right. Um, they had Unda the winger. Um, he's gone back to Roma, so they need another person in that position. They need all of this as well as as well as bringing in players on top. And I think that that could see a, a more a, a more successful season for uh, for Leicester this season, and they might, you know, I think top four is going to be very difficult for them. Um, yeah. But you know, they've been there or thereabouts last couple of seasons, so why not?
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, I think they'll be, yeah, I think I think they'll be pushing uh Brendan Rodgers is a phenomenal coach as well of what he's got there again he's a bit like uh, Bielsa he's bringing in players that fit his system he's not just putting a, a name on it for the sake of it you know bringing a name so, um yeah like, like I like how they conduct their business um and yeah it's always always good to watch good to watch Leicester um in fact that's probably a good game to watch maybe next year is going to be Leicester Leeds probably um, a yeah. It'd be good. That's the sort of fixture. It'll um, it'd be good, for, good for the Premier League. But uh, yeah, as I say he's been in plenty of rumours out um, and about at the moment. And I think, as we said, sort of next, next week uh, we will be covering uh, quite a few of the big boys. Um, so that'll be uh, an interesting one. We must get Aaron on for that. I think he's going to have a lot to say about those Manchester clubs as, as well. So we we will be doing that. If anyone hears any rumours that we've probably missed or feel that their club should be investing in, please obviously let us know on our, on our social handles as, as well. Happy to be proven wrong if you think your squad is going to challenge um, with, with what they've already done. But uh, we're not far off from obviously our predictions for this, the start of the season, Mo. And I honestly, mate, as I said, I cannot wait to hear what you, you've got to say. I know you've let slip a little bit about, about Chelsea, um, but I think once that transfer window is... Uh, Pretty much near the end, I'm sure we'll get a, a clearer indicator of what, what people uh, are going to be be doing for the year in terms of uh, actually pushing or challenging. Um, but one for a quick slide dig from an Arsenal fan is um, Tottenham. Are you gonna <laughs> <laughs> mate, Tottenham. You going to do something,
2: mate? Tottenham, Tottenham. Again, you know they are doing their business quite quietly, and they're they're a team that they're a team that. That I mean, if they keep Kane, they're always going to have a chance of being up there. And if they get, you know, enforcements in the right areas, they're always a team that you, you know, you have to take very seriously. Son's still in there, although I don't rate him massively. He scores Premier League goals, uh, Delhi Alley uh, coming back. Um, if they keep Kane, but a big thing for them is how well Nuno Espirito Santo does. That's a big thing for them. I mean, he did well at Wolves, where there's not a lot of pressure to win or be at the top. Um, but I think when you move to these 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 big, big clubs, then you know, there's that pressure to be at the top. But maybe he he, he works it well, maybe he keeps Kane and maybe he challenges, but then also maybe he doesn't, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, let's 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 see how let's see how he gets on. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Obviously, we'll pick that up. Uh, when it's time to, to deep dive into to Tottenham summer as well. Um I was actually funny enough, I was at uh Formula E um was it last week? Times merging into one last week and uh, Eric Dyer was there.
2: Everyone Did you say hello?
0: No, hell no. Um... why not man? <laughs> I can't do it mate. <laughs> I can't do it. I I've got um, the, the the you know some of the people I've obviously doing a lot of this work with were like go on get a get a photo, do you know, go and have a little chat with him and stuff like that. I was like no I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I think the only thing I'd say to us is when you, when you, um, when, you know, when you do leave, then we can have a conversation. But I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. But uh, honestly, my no, pleasure as always, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll have this um, have this up on on the socials to hear what you got to say, uh, boys and girls. Please, as I say, do do let us know. Follow us. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, like, subscribe, and we'll catch you next week.